So I guess to start this, I would I should ask maybe maybe both of you, what is your best memory playing a horror video game? I went to a sleepover in seventh grade when we just moved to Florida. And um and I'd already had an interest in video games before then. My friends had Segas. You know, our cousins had Nintendo. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was able to play when I went over there. But um, I go over to this girl's house and she has PlayStation 1. That was like the newest, best thing at the time. Oh, Richie Rich. Yeah. And uh, she was like, you got to see this video game. It's so cool. Like the intro is the best. So she turns it on and it's Resident Evil 1 where they have like that live action video like yeah, intro oh, yeah. where the the characters are like running to the mansion. They're being chased by, I think, the, the demon dogs fucking hooked from then. I was just like, this is the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen. This is exactly what I want in a video game. I love horror movies. This just seems like the best. So <laughs> ever since then. I've been I I was playing Resident Evil yesterday, so I'm just (laughs) (laughs) just in it. I I remember it's like one of those things you remember where you were when certain things happen. And I remember the room I was in, even though I only went to this chick's house once and just it was it was a magical night. (laughs) (laughs) Were her parents cool with that, like her playing that or was it kind of like I don't think we saw her parents one time that night. (laughs) (laughs) 90s baby. Latchkey all the way. <laughs> uh, what, what about you, John? You know, I I um I, I have a hard time answering this question mainly because like it, and this was in like in preparation for this uh for this um I kind of like did some I was thinking a lot about like whether or not first person shooters should count like a lot mm-hmm. of first person shooters should count as like a horror type game. But then, it, like, the more I yeah. thought about it, it's just like, what is, like, a, a horror game? Isn't it just, like, supposed to, like, scare you to some degree? Isn't yeah. horror supposed to be, like, a main element or whatever? But I, I so I, I guess, like, probably, I played a lot of Doom, like, um, you know, like we were talking about. Like, I, I've, I've played a lot of Doom growing up, and probably a lot of times it's just, like, installing it, like, reinstalling it, playing it again. Um, so probably, probably just playing Doom as a kid, or... Um, and also I've, I've done a lot of like rediscovery or discovery of like new games. I like watching, um, uh, Nightmind. He's like one of my favorite YouTubers that, that does yeah. a lot of horror stuff. Um, yeah. and like, he just, he always finds these really interesting, like, um, like horror games. Like, uh, one of the ones, one of the videos I was watching recently was uh, on a game called welcome home. Um, mm. Which was uh, it, it was it's it's basically like this interactive like web experience, and that's like com- that's like the complete opposite of like a first person shooter, and you don't even like see a character. It's just like, um, like if you were like a regular user on the internet, um, and you're just like clicking around a website, but there's like horror elements to it, and they, they just kind of like creep out to, creep out at you every now and again. They don't. It's not like overtly a scary game, so. Sure. But and then like once you dig more into it, there's like hidden things in it that are overtly so you know have horror elements to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I again, it's a it's a tricky question for me, but uh, probably my all time horror favorite is probably I'd have to say Doom. Um, and I think one of the key things about that too is like the physics of it. Um, so uh, Doom was developed. Oh man, I'm, I'm talking a lot here. 
No, um, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> okay. So, so, so Doom was developed and programmed by John Carmack. He's like this legendary developer. Um, and he, he did a lot of uh, other games that I've also played since then. Uh, like uh, Quake 3 was a big one, which mm-hmm. also has like the main, has a, um, a Doom uh, character in it that you can play. But, um, yeah. and part of that, like when you're playing Doom, um, the physics in it are so good. Um, it really kind of, I think the movement also kind of makes you uh, feel a little bit more um, immersed when you're, when you're, um, when you get that first person view and like you can move um, so realistically um, that like the physics are so good yeah. that when something comes at you, you kind of get this visceral experience. Like you want to, um, you want to like, uh, like uh, creep away or you want to like jump back or something like it's very much like uh um, when you have like a, a very high quality VR set a headset on yeah. and you like it's it's a very scary thing. That's because like the physics are so good. It's like so responsive to what it is that you're doing. And that's that is a new thing, but the like being like just having like a monitor in front of you and having like really good quality physics, I think that's something that really kicked off with Doom. Uh, that's 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 why it stands out for me, I guess. Well, I mean, Kayla and I were talking about, you know, like where did horror games start really, you know, before we kind of delved into the research. And I mean, it's, there's so many games with horror elements in them that not, not are not necessarily, you know, coined as horror. But mm-hmm. I mean, you can think about even like Base Invaders, right? It's like a shooter, but you're really just trying to avoid something that's trying to kill you under a very high stress situation that, yeah. I don't know, kind of invokes like the feeling of watching like a slasher movie or something like that. Just that high pressure trying to avoid getting killed sort of feeling. So I don't know, maybe games just innately like use that fear. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean like, I th- well, it's cool to think about the physics with doom, that being such a big element to, um, to maybe what makes it unsettling in a way, but mm-hmm. it, you know, but everything we're talking about, I mean, I think that's why horror is such an interesting genre in particular. It's, you know, I was going to mention this, you know, in my little spiel, but it's, it's, it's transient, you know, horror can, you have horror comedy, um, you know, you have like all the different kinds of horror. Sometimes they're just horror themes. Um, Mm -hmm. and it is like the strength of what it elicits that I think, you know, it's and how people play with those motifs or with those, you know, with the things that make horror recognizable to people just playing with those themes, um, can, you can do it in so many different ways. You know, like you were saying, John is a first-person shooter game oh, considered a horror game. I would almost say most horror games are first-person shooter games. Yeah. Um, in the style of, of the it, at least. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, you know, I think with that comes the that feeling of, you know, being hunted, um, mm-hmm. you know, being stalked, things like that. I mean, those are, uh, you know, really recognizable motifs and themes that we see in horror and i think that make people you know feel uncomfortable um even if even if you're just watching somebody else being stalked but that's the cool thing about horror video games though is that you are in that place and that immersive experience makes it i i love how they play with that um and you're like scared about like what's going to jump out at you next and when is it going to jump out next and what is it going to look like yeah (laughs) And you know what? We've been having such a good time. I almost forgot to do the intro. Welcome to Under the Pendulum. I'm Chris, here with Heather. <laughs> uh, I just I just paused real bad, didn't I? That's all right. You're kind of uh, a little jittery there. Yeah, you a little bit. 
uh, I'm changing. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) And we're joined by our special guest, John Cleary. Hello. Thanks again for having me. Yeah, no worries. Uh, This is your first time on a podcast, I believe. Yeah, it is. This is the first podcast that I've done. Wow. Check off the list. So (laughs) (laughs) if you haven't noticed, today we're going to be talking about horror video games. This is going to be more of a loose conversation. We Mm -hmm. played certain horror video games, but I think as we've gone through, you know, researching a little bit through for this episode, there's a lot of games we haven't played. Oh, most we haven't played, I would say. So we're going to be pretty busy. I was like, man, I would love (laughs) to play. Yeah. Like all these. These all look good. (laughs) Yeah. There's a couple that I, I definitely want to check out. Yeah. Going back to transient nature of horror, it's also how do you define horror, right? Like you have games like Alien Isolation, um, Mm -hmm. more of a sci-fi, but, you know, I mean, again, it's sort of that old uh, debate, is Alien a horror movie or is it a sci-fi movie? It's both. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's what is so great about horror. Yeah, you can really, you know, you can repackage horror in all these different ways. And I mean, I always think the point of horror is to elicit certain feelings and emotions and at at its core, it just needs to be unsettling in some way. Yeah. Well, everyone's fears are different. It varies from person to person. That's why horror is just such a broad genre. And you know, horror video games are fucking awesome because, you know, they've also been under fire by the man. Mm -hmm. Ugh. So, I mean, much like EC Comics or heavy metal music, you know, video games have been um, put under fire by pur- puritanical groups, um, sort of part of that whole censorship war, especially in the late 80s, early 90s. There's a conversation still going on today. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, are video games violent? Do they cause violent behavior? Yeah, I mean, in 1993, 94, mm-hmm. there were Senate hearings regarding the use of violence to promote promote video games. And in a first judgment in 2002, it was upon reviewing ep- excerpts from two out of four survival horror games, Fear Effect and Resident Evil, that an American federal judge denied video games the protection of free speech, which is fucking crazy. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. From Resident uh, Evil, huh? Yeah, That's Resident interesting. Evil. I mean, and, and like when you look at most of those cases, it's really <laughs> just because of the violence, like the gore and violence. Well, it's monster violence. Come on, guys. In Australia, they banned Silent Hill Homecoming completely. Wow. So, yeah, I remember so. watching the movie Silent Hill. <laughs> Obviously, it's based oh, yeah. on the video game. And yeah. um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I had played um, the most violent parts of that game because I, I would just assume that there was some stuff that was like, there was stuff that was included in the movie that was also in the game, but just like the there's some insane things in that movie. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, like the lady who, uh, like the, specifically the scene where the lady gets like all of her, she just got like degloved, her entire skin gets like ripped oh, off. Oh yeah. Just, like throwing it, like it's oh, like it's shit. a cheap suit. Um, oh, just, I, like, I love that. Yeah. Uh, I I know I played Silent Hill. I don't remember it that well. Um. And I remember the movie even less. So, yeah, the I thought movie, the movie. I, I didn't think the movie was very good. Sorry, Chris. I I don't know if you were going to say the oh, exact opposite. No, thing. <laughs> no, no. I was actually going to say the same thing. I I liked the movie when it came out. I thought oh, it was okay. a lot of fun. 
I mean, especially after that, after that bitch got degloved. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, 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 I liked it a lot, and I, and I did play Silent Hill. I got pretty far. I never beat it, but um, it's creepy though. I mean, like, and the creepiest part of that game is walking through the fog. Yeah, you know, yeah, like you sure. never. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, that's I that was the part I loved the most about that game, for sure. Besides, like the awesome characters, yeah, great ambiance and and scenery for sure. That's what I remember the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had some pretty. Yeah, of course, some pretty great the uh, nurses. Oh yeah, the nurses. Yep. You see them at every Comic Con. No. <laughs> of course, not <laughs> a lot of hot uh, horror video game characters. So I guess we should maybe talk about a few early games that, you know, I, I had never heard of. Um, I mean, most of them came out before any of us were born. But, um, but you know, these are ones that are widely considered some of the, like, first horror video games. The first one I, I thought was, like, a little... Yeah. Uh, a little bit tenuous to call it a horror game. But, but I could also kind of understand why they called it that. <laughs> So I guess we should talk about 3D Monster yeah. Maze, which came out in 1981. So neither yeah. of you, neither of you, had heard about this game before. No, but I did watch some gameplay. It's pretty sweet, right? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, it reminds me a lot of um, there was a screensaver on um, I think it was like Windows 95, where it was just mm like yeah, just like it would go through a maze very similarly. I know exactly um, what you mean. <laughs> and it's just like, it's, I don't know. Uh, there's just like a guy that's talking about like how the T-Rex is hunting you. And then the T-Rex finds you and he jumps out and then you're dead. And you receive a posthumous reward. And that's that's basically all the game is. So you, you go around, the more you run around, the more you get points. And then you just, then you die and that's the end of the game. <laughs> so you're rewarded by distance, basically. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Much. So you, the listener, might be wondering, well, what's horror about that? Well, I would say, you know, I I would say what really makes it horror, even though I was unsure about it, too, you know, <laughs> and, and I've never played it, so I don't really know if it makes you feel this way. But a lot of people who have played it or grew up playing it, you know, kind of they they talk about the feeling of, of being lost or unsure and also that, you know, you're being hunted by this T-Rex. Um. So I would, you know, I feel like that that sort of anticipation and also being hunted, like that's I could see that kind of playing into those horror kind of themes and and things that you look for visually. Well, if you I, feel scared during it, you know. Yeah. If you feel scared, then they've done their job. Yeah, I'm I'm sure lots of things like in terms of horror are antiquated or maybe don't age well. Um, like mm -hmm. just thinking about like, you know, things that like Bella Lugosi or something like that, you know, we, we look at these things, um, you know, movies and whatnot, like with almost like a reverence, but we don't really like, you don't, you don't watch like a Bella Lugosi movie to get scared. Um, you know, no. <laughs> like you, you just kind of watch it because it's like, oh, it's almost like, because it's like historical and you just kind of like want to watch it for, for whatever. Maybe somebody watches mm -hmm. it to get scared. But, um, I think as, especially as time goes on, I think people are, probably maybe a little less sensitive to like the the horror elements and it takes more to scare people. Right. And I mean 19th century gothic horror novels, I've I've read a fair share of them and I'm really left with the feeling of wow, fucking nothing happened. I mean like they do a great job of like setting the stage and everything, but 
I mean, horror is definitely defined by when you live, where you're at, like the threats and fears that surround daily life, Um, you know, especially back in the day when there wasn't all this overexposure that we have now to even fantasy elements, the death of, you know, from consumption and things like that would just overrun you. So Yeah. I mean, Dracula is with... just a bunch of letters back and <laughs> forth. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. I mean, well, and I, you make a really good point. You know, it's we all kind of live in those bubbles of, of our of our time. So, you know, those bellicose. Oh, my God. I'm tongue tied. Um, you know, they might have been scary to people at the time. And like this video mm-hmm. game, completely new. Yeah. Could have definitely been scary to some kids or at least just made them feel uneasy. I mean, I imagine least. you would jump when, you know, the, the dinosaur came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. The gameplay is very oh funny, God. though. <laughs> I, I was watching some, just some yeah. YouTuber talk about it. And he's like, you see the T-Rex? He's like, it's creepy. It's it's unsettling. And it's just a pixelated T-Rex. Like, <laughs> You're like, sure, fun. I feel he was kind of talking it up a little more like, but that one's, I, I mean, that one's, the hustle. I do. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the gumption. Um, you know, and, and that, that one is a good to start off with because it's so like early, Archaic. early video game design. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then we kind of see it not evolve much more in the visuals, but with the gameplay, it gets much more complex with Haunted House, which also mm-hmm. came out just a little after that in 1981. I've seen 1982 some places, but... Yeah. Yeah, 1981, 1982. This is also kind of simplistic, but where you start to see it more complex is that there are more levels to it. So if anybody hasn't played Haunted House, it's essentially the goal of the game is to collect pieces of a magic urn within this haunted house. And so you as the player are just a pair of eyes that are roaming around in the dark, you know, very Looney Tunes kind of quality. Yeah. And every once in a yeah. while, there's like a spider or a bat that comes out and kind of chases you. <laughs> and uh, there's also a ghost that you have to try to um, escape from. So where it gets more complex, though, is that there are four levels to the game and 24 rooms to search through to find these pieces. Yeah. That's where you get a little more complex, but the visuals are still very uh, yeah, archaic yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty yeah. pixelated and funny looking but yeah i don't know if you, <laughs> did you guys watch any of the gameplay for that one i didn't no um oh. that that one i didn't watch either but it kind of reminds me like um it just like the way that you're describing it it sounds a lot like and the, um the, i guess the, this kind of goes back to the um the 3d monster maze as well it kind of reminds me of like um a mud game like i don't know if you guys are familiar with mud mm-hmm. um so no. I can't even remember what mud stands for, but mud is basically like, it's all text-based and it's, it's basically like you, uh, you go through like a dungeon or whatever. And then like, you see like bits of text, you know, like, a um, you know, like a skeleton appears before you or like a wizard appears before you. And, um, you know, he challenges you to a duel or he, you know, he has a task for you or something like that. And then you you type in certain things, you know, well, um, you go, I accept this task. Um, you just type that in. And then, like, he he starts talking to you and he describes what he wants you to do. 
And then you have to like, um, you have to do all of your movements basically by typing it in. You do walk forward or walk right or something like that. You just type that in. Yeah. Um, and then like um, something will come up on the screen and it says like, oh, you stumbled across, um, you know, a piece of a lantern or something like that. This, these early games almost feel like just visual representations of what you would see in a mud. Um, so like you're allowed to right. just, you're allowed to physically move around by using like your WASD or arrow keys or something like that. Um, and then you just, you, you just stumble upon something. Um, and that, I think that's kind of like where these, these 3d games really kind of got kicked off was like by just being able to represent the, <laughs> represent the most basic things and storytelling, um, and like a visual yeah. format. Um, so, it, but it just seems like there wasn't a whole lot more that they could do other than just physic or visi visibly represent um, what was happening in a mud <laughs> in, in these games. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I it's all about the capability of the technology. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the cover to Haunted House is a lot cooler than the game. I'll just put it that oh, way. Oh, that was the case for a very long time. Yeah, you look at the <laughs> cover and you're like, oh, dude, this is sick and nasty, and it's gonna be so cool. And then you're just all floating eyes. Yeah, it is how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they said so they had they had two covers. They had one cover that they released. The other cover, same artist, but it was like a picture of a woman and where her like where her tits should be, where her, like eyes, you know, that were like Ooh. open. It, it's actually really cool. It's like kind of superimposed. It looks kind of neat. Um, but they had to not do that one because they're like the eyes are like are like breasts, and we can't. That's scandalous for it 81. Is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Damn kids are going to try to fuck all these eyes. <laughs> yeah, so I guess another one, a very early one that came out was Alone in the Dark in 1992. And as I watched some of the gameplay, it really reminded me of Resident Evil a lot. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's kind of like you're, a I think you're a detective in this, but you're mm -hmm. navigating your way through this mansion. You're solving puzzles um you know ghosts collecting and, items yeah zombies. using them together mm -hmm. fixed camera angles yeah exactly yeah yeah it's very interesting i mean it it's it's definitely that early 90s graphics but um um it didn't really look at any worse than any of the other pretty early 90s ones no i thought it was kind of decent yeah it looked cool <laughs> i um i i didn't get a chance to see this one um but the Inventory system, I think, is interesting because, like, I, I think a lot of these games, uh, that's, like, what they struggle with. Even, like, modern games struggle with, like, inventory management and stuff, mm. um, mm -hmm. which is obviously, it's it's almost always, the like, the most important thing about the game is, like, what, what it is that you're holding or what it is that you can carry with you to, like, get you past, like, a boss or, like, to... Um, like defeat the big monster, the big bad or whatever, um, or, yeah. you know, a flashlight that maybe it works some of the time, doesn't work all the time. You know, maybe I can find a better <laughs> flashlight somewhere. Um, but then that's, you know, it always takes up room in your inventory. And I, I that's I, like in the, in the early games, it's probably just like, you can probably pick up like one or two things, but obviously this, this goes back to the capability conversation of like, the more complex these games get, the more complex things you can do with like inventory and, and items and things like that in game. Yeah, for sure. I was surprised actually how large the inventory could get as I was watching the gameplay. I was like, wow, he's got like 15 things in here. That's crazy. Wow. Really? At a certain point, it fills up and you have to drop it. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's nuts. 
So, so do you, when you guys are thinking about inventory lists, do you, is it also like how user friendly it is? I guess like, cause I've, I've played some games where I felt like using the inventory lists was a little more complicated than it needed to be. Yeah. I mean, it, there's something to be said about being able to organize and, and store even sometimes you can store things for later use or like in this game, it was just kind of a list that was in order of how you picked it up. So you really had to scroll through and like find the item. It wasn't like alphabetized or arranged by size or anything like that. So yeah, I would say that it would make it a little bit frustrating if it wasn't like able to be customized or organized in a way that would be useful. I guess with the end with these earlier ones that we talked about, like Haunted House and Alone in the Dark, um, kind of moving away from inventory systems. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny because like I, I wonder, you know, it is back to that like if you're playing it as a kid, I wonder like if you were scared by these games, you know, I mean because they like John Med brought up, you know, in hindsight they seem silly and cartoonish and. You know the monsters are are not very detailed or flushed out, so yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's I, I just think it's it's interesting to think of like what what would how how would you have felt as a young kid playing this? You know, maybe Resident Evil seems kind of cheesy now. You know, oh, it's very fucking cheesy now. If you play the original, <laughs> it's like wow, what the fuck, really? But I remember <laughs> playing it back then. I was like, whoa, this is so scary. It's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. Um, uh, <laughs> I I guess uh, I maybe I don't have any video games uh, stories that like really scared me when I was a kid. Um, but uh, I remember movies that scared me when I was a kid. So like um, thinking about like uh, I remember Phantasm, uh, which is horrible, um, uh, scary movie. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but there there's there's one. I'll, I think I've told you guys this story before. I'll I'll tell it again though. But. Um, <laughs> like there's, there's this basically, uh, like a, a floating metal ball that, that this, uh, guy controls and the, the ball mm -hmm. like at his command will, will just fly at you and drill into your head and, and basically yeah. it squirts, it shoots your brain matter out of, out of like the other <laughs> end of the ball after it's drilled into your head. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. like that, that part of the movie was like, so scary. And I was like, I think it was like eight years old when, when I watched this and it was, it came out in like the seventies or oh, something yeah. and it was terrifying to me. And then I, I went back and watched it just like three or four years ago. And like half of the movie is just like them walking through a cemetery with no dialogue and there's nothing. It's like the worst movie. <laughs> It it is absolutely terrible. It's really um, bad. <laughs> so like I'm I'm certain that there's like certain aspects or, or there's there's some aspects to like these video games that really like strike a chord with people and like they remember that. Um and like they carry mm -hmm. it with them for yeah. a long time, but I maybe they go back and they just go, This is lame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very, experience. very much the with, same. With Phantasm, mm -hmm. it's just a juicer that's a ball, I mean, essentially. It does. It looks like a juice. <laughs> just shoot like this brain liquid out of your head and just like a, a constant stream. Is that carrot juice? <laughs> yeah, I saw that movie for the first time just a couple years ago myself, and I was like, "Wow, I just don't understand the the hype around this movie." But you know, it was entertaining. At least it was funny. Yeah, I guess it's, it was pretty fun. <laughs> and speaking of fun, I think now we'll finally get to stuff that we've actually played. 
Actually, I, I thought it was funny that you put this one on there, but but I would actually agree with you. Mortal Kombat, 1992. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a fighting game. You know, not not chiefly horror, but I mean, it's undeniably just chock full of horror elements. The 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 gore, the, you know, the skeletons everywhere, the fucking monster characters. I mean, it's I, I think it belongs here. They get so creative in Mortal Kombat in terms of like just how how violent it is and like mm-hmm. and obviously this this is a theme that carries throughout like the rest of the Mortal Kombat games. It's just like what is the most ridiculous, grotesque way that we could kill somebody? And let's yes. let's do that. Like um and let's just have like a, a like a, a veritable smorgasbord of of like disgusting ways to finish somebody off yes. <laughs> in, the, in the game uh, that they can just, that they can do by, by hitting the right set of buttons at the, at the right time. And that was just like the most incredible thing to discover when you were a teenager, just a, a, oh, a, yeah. an immature teenager. And you're like, it's, they go, you hear fatality and then like you go, okay, I just, I have to just start mashing buttons and do something cool. <laughs> and, and like whoever does the coolest things, Whoever does the coolest thing, they're the actual winner. It's so disappointing when you don't get one too. Yeah. Like you see fatality and and you miss it. Yeah, I'm. It's like kind of the same excitement that I get when you see like those ultra violent '80s movies where it was just fucking gore and yeah. just you know like the thing and and crazy shit like that. Just how brutal and violent it was. You're just like yes. Yes, that's fucking awesome. I know, I know the announcer <laughs> does sound a little disappointed when you don't get a fatality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um but I mean that's a really good point because I mean haven't really slasher films really been also kind of following that trajectory of mm-hmm. like okay, so what are what are the fucking craziest ways that this killer could could kill somebody? Yeah. You know, I mean, Saw kind of comes to mind because that was, you know, hadn't really seen that level of creativity in a while, as far Freddy as like Kruger, I would kills. think would be yeah, Freddy, Freddy where Kruger's we would one. start that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean all those all those eighty slashers were <laughs> were pretty interesting. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, and it's I, so I I would agree with you that it's I would consider that a, you know a type of horror game. It's it's gory enough. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's great. I love that yeah. game. Yeah, man, so much time <laughs> playing that game. Oh yes. Like all of them, really. Like if they release one, I'm I'm gonna at least play it a little bit. Who who is your who is your guys' favorite characters? Uh, to to play as, um, Scorpion. I think for me it was Sub Zero because like you could, um, like being able to freeze your enemy, um, and like just yeah. stun lock them, and then just beat them up like while they're stunned or whatever. Um, and then obviously there's like the things like where you freeze them and like the shatter them like at the end and the fatality or whatever. Yeah. That was fun. Oh, that's yeah, pretty like sweet. Oh, who's yeah. your guy? Yeah, who, um, who I, you? you know, I, I also liked Scorpion, but I played his reptile a lot. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. That's Cause right. he could do the acid shit and oh, take, yeah. a big, take a big chomp out of you. Yeah. That was pretty fun. I like hooking the people and drawing you. Get drawing over them to here. You. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was the best. <laughs> talk and talk about like one of the original uh, I think for me very enjoyable video game to movie crossovers. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good as far as video game to video game to movie crossovers. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh. 
Better than the, House of the Dead, that's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, did did they come out with a newer Mortal Kombat? Because they had the one that came out in the '90s, and then I thought they came out with like a newer one. Did they? Not that long ago. That sounds familiar, but yeah, it was like a Sub Zero um, origin story or some yes. shit. I'm doing research as we're, doing research <laughs> as we're talking. I don't know. We we do thing. this all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, 2021. Yeah, 2021. Yeah. There you go. What's the score on that? And Polygon has a story. Uh, the Mortal Kombat 12 is coming this year. So there's oh, another shit. one coming out. <laughs> Well, so Mortal, Mortal Kombat got a 54%. Oh, no. Oh, there you are. Are you screaming black? You're black, but you're still there. Oh, oh hold on. I think maybe oh, it's, it's your light. light. <laughs> yeah. You're playing alone in the dark. I am. I'm, or haunted uh, house, sorry. This, I'm using this. I can this, see uh, is your eyes. <laughs> you see him? See him? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Hold on a sec. Where is this thing? I couldn't have drained all my power. I'm using this like light that I got from my old work where it was four people who do um oh. Ah. It's like I four people like the other way. That was really working for me as like your own little horror element. <laughs> it's just really dark and you just got a, like a, a tablet for like uh for for oh, light I'm and so that's scared. it. <laughs> so scared. So scary. Yeah, I um it's like it's like a camera mount and this like circular light that like oh. you see like influencers use when they're making videos. Oh, yeah, 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 the the beauty light. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't notice, thanks for noticing. Your skin was looking really nice. Thank I mean, you. it still does, but you know. That's what it does. Light. It also looks like somebody's going to come crashing through this closet at any moment. It does. <laughs> you look like you're in a found footage movie and something crazy is going to happen soon. Pod before dead or I don't know, something like that. <laughs> it's a working title. Yeah. So I guess another game, which is one I haven't played. Uh, I know you used to play a lot, John, and I've seen people play it quite a bit. Um, but Doom, which came out in 93. Yeah. So uh, so Doom. Yeah. Doom was, uh, as like I said, is a very special game to me. Um, and it, uh, yeah, I guess the developer, John Carmack, um, I don't know if um, I should retread that ground, but he's a he's a legendary programmer developer. Um, he's responsible largely for the physics engine. He actually worked a lot on um, on the Oculus after um, I think Palmer Lucky um, sold the sold the rights off to Facebook. I think John Carmack joined Facebook or now Meta and um, and worked a lot on the Oculus to make sure that the physics were really tight on that. Yeah, and he. He, he just he can't he had this game i mean it was just it was really good <laughs> uh i don't i don't think he he wrote um much of it um i think the the writing was mostly done um i, I don't want to get the guy's name wrong i think it's alonzo romero no no relation to george romero um <laughs> but no. alonzo romero worked on a lot of the um id software games id or id software um and um, yeah, so like the the physics were really tight in the game, so it, like it just it adds to like this incredible, um, really to me like I said to me really immersive experience where you feel like you're it's it's a much higher level version of like the the 3D Maze Runner game basically. Um, mm -hmm. you know, the, the guns 
the, there's a lot more interaction between yourself and obviously the the t-rex which is like caco demons or um you know just very various um demonic creatures that are coming after you um, yeah it's in hell right um i think it's in hell um no i think there's a there's hell levels basically okay um, yeah i played I it a little bit yeah i don't i don't think you start off there i think i think you okay. can, you, you get there as the, the game goes on and um yeah so like when i was uh uh like 10 years old um i remember there was maybe i was a little older maybe it was like a 11 or 12 or something. i don't remember exactly what age i was but i was i was very young and um I was staying at this, my, my, uh, my mom had uh, sent me off to this, uh, camp when I was, um, at my, you know, 10, 11, 12, something like that. And, um, I went in to, um, see one of the camp counselors and this is like a very conservative camp. That's like a religious, um, almost like a Jesus camp. Like oh if, you, if you've ever seen the documentary Jesus camp, it, it's, it's exactly like that. Like I said, it's Man. A, these these people are you know speaking in tongues and they're like writhing on the floor to like one in the and morning. The tears they, they are late. just flowing. Yeah, <laughs> the ground is soaked in <laughs> tears of Christ. <laughs> and it's specifically about the aborted children. They want to make sure that you cry about the aborted children. Um, <laughs> and like as like a ten year old, you're like I I don't even know what's going like why <laughs> what that is. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> sucks uh, for them. So yeah. <laughs> it's it's like it, they basically guilt you into participating and uh yeah. and i was not religious at all i i'd, I'd probably credit that with with the, the one of the main reasons why i'm not religious um <laughs> but anyway so i <laughs> i uh um i went in to see one of the camp counselors um to ask them for something or to hang out or whatever and um, basically, I just saw that they had a Doom disc, um, a, an install CD, sitting on the um, sitting on the counter next to one of the computers. And I just I asked them, I was like, "Have you have you played this?" Because I had, I had played it over at a friend's house once. Yeah. And I just I thought it was like the most incredible thing. And <laughs> and they're like, "No, we don't we don't even know how to do this, but we we want to." And the so obviously like these these counselors were also not you know not really into the whole religion thing. Um, or that maybe they were just, you know, looser. They didn't really care so much about like, um, militant, militant Christianity or whatever. Um, yeah. so yeah, I, I installed it for him and, you know, we, we, we had many days of, uh, of playing doom in the camp counselor's office. And after that, it was, it was a lot of fun. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that, that was my experience of, of corrupting the, uh, the Jesus camp counselors. <laughs> You're so yeah. I'm sure he was already kind of corrupt. He's, you know, he's trying to get with the with the hot counselor and the, you know, girl's wing or whatever. Just a summer <laughs> job. Um, that's actually, well, it's funny because uh, Kate and I went to a, a Christian camp for a little bit when we moved to Florida. We didn't go that long. I think we, we went like for two summers. Fucking hated it. It, it was mm -hmm. the worst. Those kids were just the fucking worst. But uh, there were some really cool counselors and they were staying in their like little counselor thing. And... They drove a bus and, you know, it was like one of those camps where you had to like go to mass in the morning and at night and, and mm -hmm. whatever. But they had like a bunch of cool ass stickers on the back of their van, which was it was like The Shining and like all these metal bands and like, <laughs> you know, like horror movie shit. And they were they were cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think for them, it was also just a summer job. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. yeah, I had so. no idea that you guys did that. I, maybe, <clears throat> maybe uh, the fact that I went meant that you guys had to go too. 
<laughs> maybe uh maybe like my aunt um somehow got you guys plugged into the same um camp that i went to or something i don't know it it, it didn't it wasn't like yours that sounds like i would i would absolutely remember that um no it was just it was just it was like a little less you know it still had like the christian overtones and like you went to to mass and stuff but like mm-hmm. it was mostly just a regular summer camp other than that oh okay yeah it wasn't really that was the only religious part yeah mine was of... pretty extreme yeah that sounds <laughs> sounds like it yeah just like I can't get away from these tears. My bunk is soaked. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Kyle! Would you stop crying for the aborted children, please? <laughs> um. So actually, next, I we could talk about one that I, you know, I think you and I have played a bit, Heather. Um, yeah, I don't know if you I played don't know it, if John. Anybody will remember this? <laughs> yeah, medieval. Medieval it came out in '98. It was. Not good, but I had a lot of fun playing it. <laughs> yeah, it, the game kind of doesn't really make sense. Like, no, na- it, the narrative doesn't make any sense, really. Um, but it was, I, I feel like it's kind of fun. Like, I, you know, I definitely have some fun. You're basically like this knight that comes back from the dead or it gets resurrected, but you're still like a corpse. Like, you're fucking Jack Skellington, basically. I mean, in, in a suit of armor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, um, yeah, I don't even remember the objective. It was just at all killing relics to open gates, and you go to the next spot. Basically, it was it was not good. But to we had what a lot end? of fun playing it, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I do remember this game. So I I recognize the character on the on the cover. But yeah, I didn't I? I definitely did not play this game much, if at all. Yeah. Yeah. It. It only makes the list because we played it. I I'm not really sure anybody else would remember it at all. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I remember playing it on one of those um those discs, demo discs? that yeah the demo discs you'd have like yeah, yeah. Like three demos or something. Is that all we had was a demo version of it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so we we technically beat the demo version. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all you really needed. Actually, I I, <laughs> so I did. They had it. Uh, they had like a sale on the PlayStation Store. They had it for like I don't remember. It was like nah, ten bucks or something. So I bought it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It's. I got it too. Oh, you did? Yeah. T- <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> it's um, on like PS3. <laughs> it, yeah, it was. It was fun. I I didn't. I didn't beat it. Actually, I kind of got a little bored with it mm-hmm. after a little bit. But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I guess with with, with that one, it's. It's like goofy horror almost. It's because it's not yeah. really scary. Uh, very very cartoonish. Um, yeah. It's sort of like you know when you go to the Halloween section at I don't know Bed Bath Fucking... and Beyond, and all the cats have like <laughs> rosy cheeks, you know, and, and, the, and all the scarecrows. Or at, uh, like Hobby Lobby is a perfect yeah. example. Oh yep. God. Whew. The ghosts have like little squiggle smiles and yeah, you know they're just like I'm just a cute little ghost. Lots of scarecrows with bows. There's mm-hmm. something endearing about that though. I think <laughs> about all the, the chintzy Halloween shit. Oh um, yeah, and like you know the the trying to be scary but um, really just being charming. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I I appreciate people making it family friendly. <laughs> yeah and then you know it's like sneak it into their houses you know 
sneak those pagan things into that Christian house, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't let them know. Halloween doesn't discriminate. Everyone's invited. So, That's very you true. know, however you want to celebrate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not much really to say about medieval. It's, it's, no. <laughs> it was, but it was one I think, like, you know, I played that demo disc to hell. Um, yeah. Was, those first, first few uh, levels are super fun. Um, yeah, it it was fun. Yeah. It, it just wasn't good. <laughs> no, I mean, really. we know it's not good. <laughs> um, but one that was good and I never beat. Actually, we already kind of talked about Silent Hill a little bit, but that came yeah, out in 99. Yeah. yeah, it's just a beautiful game with some iconic characters and good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, that's another thing I, I do like about some horror games, especially ones like Silent Hill and stuff like they have pretty good storylines for mm-hmm. for a video game. I mean, you know, Resident Evil. Well, yeah, that one's got a pretty pretty good storyline for the most part. I mean, it's a pretty robust uh, world now. Yeah, oh yeah, it's it's a huge world now. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Silent Hill. You know, again, uh, just that the walking through the fog, you know, yeah. and and just not really knowing where you're going. That's um, I think that was what I really stuck out to me about that game that I still think about. That was, um, you know, it is unsettling because, you know, like you'll maybe come out of this really hard level in the like in the basement or something, you know, you'll survive that you'll go out and then you just have no idea what's around any yeah. given corner. Well, I mean, they've remade it. I think it's either out already or about to come out. They've remastered it like all of Resident Evil or like what they're doing with a lot of classic games. Mm -hmm. So I'm like actually super excited to play the remastered and redone version of it. I bet it's going to be really cool. Are they going to do it in VR? I don't know. Oh, man. Imagine that. Like that would be cool. Walking through the (laughs) walking through the fog with VR. Yeah, that would be sweet. And I mean, another thing about horror is which is really fun is you get these very iconic um, characters, which I don't think a lot of movies really do where they have like, you know, what villains or characters that like stand the test of time. Um, Mm -hmm. and Silent Hill is really proven to have a few of those that have really kind of captured their place in, in the, you know, the greater consciousness. Yeah. I mean, Pyramid Head, you see that all the time. Um, the the, the nurses, obviously. It's definitely, it's on the Rushmore for sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> did you did you ever play silent hill a lot john or um i didn't play it a lot i'm actually i'm re-watching uh some gameplay footage right now <clears throat> it, it it definitely it does remind me of like gta um but scary <laughs> like, <laughs> Theft Auto. so like you're just walking around looking to do crime and uh, you just can't see anything um yeah just be just because there's so much dense fog and stuff and i remember um the stories like uh or the um the town that this was like based off of is like supposed to be like a mining town or whatever that mm-hmm. um that there was like a fire or something that started underground and yeah um there was like a bunch of smoke or fog or something that just settled on the town and like people had to evacuate mostly um, yeah Isn't it still on fire i believe I so think it's still on fire yeah yeah i don't think you can live there yeah yeah it's um and they, yeah you can see see some really cool pictures um is that Centralia, Pennsylvania? I'm trying to look it up. That sounds right. That, that does sound right. Oh I, yeah. I think I think the road leading into it, um, basically they they kind of they didn't really cover up the road, 
um but they like they they basically made like mounds on top of the road um in different sections so that you just you couldn't feasibly drive over it um oh, it, I see. like if you walked over it it would be really hard also oh but i think if like if you had like a dirt bike or something um i think i've i've seen people ride in there with like dirt bikes and it's not i don't think it's um as smoky and like foggy as like it, as it once was mm-hmm. but i i i think it's still like the fumes are still there basically and you yeah you're obviously you're not like nobody lives there because like it's and the town's like destroyed basically just because of like yeah nobody's been there for so long so yeah It'd be a cool God. place to visit and your air conditioning bill am i right <laughs> am, I, am i right everybody yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god anyway dead space 2008 what's Mm -hmm. up with that i actually never played dead space oh they're remaking that one too that's about to come out nice and you're you're it's kind of like an alien situation where you're on this fucked up spaceship and there's like these monsters everywhere and the the best thing about this game is you're able to shoot off limbs like just the limbs fly clean off and it's really gory <laughs> and it's just a lot of fun. First person shooter. It's it's great. <laughs> so that's kind of like the first sci-fi horror one that we've had on this list. Um, yeah. And there certainly were, a, there must have been some before that. Uh, actually, uh, I, I hadn't really played uh, Dead Space very much, so I'll let you guys talk about that. But sci-fi horror, I did kind of want to chat about that a little bit too because... Um, yeah. Uh, what do you call it? There was like Half-Life. Um, I, I did kind of want to talk about Half-Life a little bit too. That's the one I was thinking about that you played all the time. Yeah. Yeah, we, we could talk about it now since we're kind of like in a sci-fi horror place. Uh, so yeah, uh, Half-Life. Um, Half-Life was, uh, that was also a big one too, where, um, I, again, this is, this is one of those things where I, I kept getting caught up of like first-person shooter, horror, sci-fi, like is it is it really fitting into the horror genre? But I think I think Half Life definitely does, and yeah. and through like some of like the like a lot of the mods and stuff, there's definitely horror elements that carry over. Um, and Half Life was definitely like this big one where um, you know, there they build up a lot of atmosphere and whatnot. I think the the tail end of the game um is is probably like the most disappointing for people. Um, just because like when you're, when you're just getting into it, you don't really know what's going on. You're just kind of like on a tram and you go and you start talking to, you know, different people, different scientists and things like that, that are in this underground bunker. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, these, these little head crabs, they call them head crabs, but basically they're like, um, they're kind of like a take on, um, the face huggers from alien. Yeah. And oh, aliens. I see. Um, but basically, instead of like latching onto the front of your face, they like they just kind of like sit on the top of your head like a hat almost. And I'm assuming <laughs> like, they they bite into your head and control your brain. Nice. Um, and basically, like you know, you just have to keep them from jumping onto your head, <laughs> and uh, and you have to obviously deal with anybody that's being controlled by a by a head crab. So, yeah, so tinfoil hats. It. Yeah, uh, tinfoil hat. Definitely wear a helmet um, <laughs> uh, whenever you're, whenever you're in Black Mesa. Yeah. Um, but Half-Life, I mean, they, they, it spawned off so many different games and like, um, like mods and whatnot. Like there was, there was another one that I think was particularly, um, had a horror bend to it in the same vein of like alien and aliens called natural selection. 
um, oh. where you could basically you could play as the alien species. Um, oh, you basically you can set up uh, you set up like these uh, brooding chambers, and uh, you get to play like this little um, you know like the chestburster, um, an alien. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You can kind of play as like a little chest burster worm and you, you, um, you can <laughs> like the physics change for you too, because you can climb up on walls and you can like climb up on the ceiling and they can't like they, you're so small that they, it, it's really hard for them to shoot you like the opposing team yeah. and you, you play against basically like space Marines. Um, and That's yeah, awesome. you, you can, you like attack them and you can like, uh, assimilate them. Basically it's, um, there's a lot of really cool elements. I remember my buddy, um, growing up, uh, Jay, he, he played the game like nonstop. That was like his, his game of choice was natural selection. That was the one he always played. Um, but yeah, um, I think for me, it was always like team fortress or something a little less dark, <laughs> but, uh, uh, natural selection for sure was like, it was a definitely, um, had a, had a very cool, um, uh, uh, system to it. Yeah. I, yeah. It was almost like, a. It was almost like a real-time strategy slash horror game that, like, you could do. You had to kind of like set up bases as like the alien species, and as the space marines, you just kind of had to like constantly push them back and things like that. So there was a lot of that that kind of element. It was fun. It was a lot of, a lot of fun. That sounds awesome. I'd that's actually a, like to check that out. Yeah, that's yeah. such an it. Like again, how video games can really play with the horror genre. It's so interesting that you can play as the alien monster. You know, yeah. like, because if you were going to watch a movie from the point of view of the alien monster, it, you know, probably wouldn't be a great movie, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, but I wouldn't see it. But with a video game, you know, something that maybe wouldn't work in that medium works really well there. Maybe it doesn't elicit the same kind of like horror, you know, feelings or atmosphere. But, you know, I would I would say that that's a cool take on it. You know, yeah, um, it's awesome. Yeah, you get to be the monster and, <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, I like that a lot. Yeah, it's awesome. I, 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 I always think with horror, anything that has those crossovers, as long as it has those elements or like uh, recognizable motifs, um, I think you could kind of like you should, you know, kind of just get it in there. Um, no, you know, for sure. Put a, put a little bit of a label on it. It just it's, it's a really hard genre to like put in a box. Um, yeah, in, it's in its own thing, thing, but it mm-hmm. belongs. Yeah, so actually, I mean, Bioshock's kind of a sci-fi horror one as well. Um, mm-hmm. That came out yeah. in 2007, which is kind of crazy. I, I kind of almost thought that came out earlier. I did too. I didn't realize it was that, well, it's not super recent, but it, more recent than I thought. That was a great one. Yeah, it's um kind of like horror, steampunk, sci-fi. Yeah. Um, it has like all those kind of cool elements to it. Um, a little bit of magic. I, oh yes, right. Yeah, there's a little bit of magic. That's right, man. I haven't I have not played that in a while. Um, <sighs> so good. But also yeah. very like um, iconic characters again. Yeah, Big Daddy. Yeah, Big Daddies. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this is one too where, um, you know, the choices that you make during the game, like you can make different morale morality type choices. Um, affects how the game ends for you or how you proceed with the game to a certain point. So you can either choose good or evil and it, the experience is a bit different depending on what you do, which is pretty cool. And that's actually a cool point to bring up because, you know, a big thing that you'll see in some horror, usually in novels, I think you see it a lot, kind of like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing Mm -hmm. where, you know, you, 
there might be an external monster or killer or something, but then, you know, the other thing is the internal, right? Like, are we really the monster kind of thing? I mean, it, it's it's like that kind of conversation of like the of human human nature, right? Like, yeah. are we intrinsically evil or good or is, you know, are we just like a chaotic neutral? Um, you know, I've I've never I played Bioshock a few times and I've never taken the bad path. I can't do it. I can't. Uh, I can't make the sissy. choices that fuck with. I feel bad for <laughs> like when I play fucking you know, that Western game, which Red Dead, it, Redemption. Uh, Red, Red, Red Dead, Dead Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. I can't hurt the horses or shoot them. I feel bad. I just you know they're they're game horses and stuff, but you know I just can't. I can't. They have, fe- <laughs> they have feelings too. Yeah, I, I, they didn't do anything. I watched a I watched a video the other day. Oh god, it was this. It was a streamer. She was playing Red Dead Redemption, and she's just like fawning over how cute the horse is. And I guess she hits the wrong button and she, she quick draw and shoots the thing in the face. <laughs> I feel so bad. Oh god, it was one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. Um, that sounds good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Kale's laughed yeah. at me many a time for being like, "Why did you do? Why did you shoot the horse? It's, like, <laughs> it's a game horse. Chill." Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I as far as like Bioshock, I never really got into to the original Bioshock, but I loved Bioshock Infinite. I loved it a lot. And yes. I don't. I don't know. Um, how much of the original game was in like I, they definitely start off at like different uh, periods in time. So I don't yeah. know how much of it carries over to Bioshock Infinite. Um, but there's there's some amount of crossover. I know that much. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you yeah. played both, Heather, right? Yeah, I played the whole uh, series. Mm-hmm. OK. Yeah. So um, how much how much of it carries over, do you think? So, I you know, I don't remember like much story wise. <laughs> I believe it's the same it's the same protagonist from what I remember, but, um, I mean, like the, the gaining of the powers and, and that concept of it is the same. Mm-hmm. However, um, there is a lot more you could do as far as moving around, like, you know, with the, the aerial tracks that you could take to get from place to place. Yeah. Um, you know, like the, the kind of dystopian overlord story, uh, definitely had the same kind of feel as, as the first one. Yeah, I, I definitely appreciated the uh, the corrupted um, hyper patriotic or uh, hyper patriotism <laughs> that there is within Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, and there's there's like a lot of stories around like um, <clears throat> like mistreatment of like uh, Native Americans, uh, and, yes, uh, slaves and things like that. It's it's kind of crazy. Um, it's a lot of fun though, and at yeah. the same time, they also managed to work in like these um, kind of really wild horror elements too of like. Um, I think it's like the sparrow and, um, there's these kind of crazy creatures that have like, uh, like horns on the side of the, they almost look like bull horns, like on, on either side of their head for like years or something. Yeah. Gosh, I forgot all about that. It's been so long since I played it. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, and then obviously once again, there's like sci-fi elements and there's like, um, stuff in there about like, I guess, I, I think it's determinism. And like, uh, like multiple universes and things. It's kind of it's yeah. just, it's a fucking wild game that works on a lot. Mm-hmm. It's um, great, yeah. 
Yeah, I found that one a little less creepy than the first one, but it it was mm-hmm. just as just as fun. I, I really, yeah, yeah. I almost yeah. forgot about Infinite. I remember. Um, I well, I as far as like the original Bioshock, um, I could definitely see it working very well because you're like, I'm sure it would feel kind of like claustrophobic because you're just constantly underwater. I think. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, like it. <laughs> If you like have like a fear of drowning or something, uh, like I can imagine that being like pretty, uh, pretty <laughs> effective. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that that whole environment to me is just like is kind of interesting because you know you obviously you don't see anything like that on regular <laughs> on the regular planet, I guess. Um, so right. it's it's, good, it's a completely foreign environment, which is just like you just you just kind of have to take in and and deal with as it comes at you. Yeah. Yeah, the, it, it there is this spookiness about being deep underwater and not being able to get out. You know you can't get out. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, and I mean, and you see that, well, and it's great that, you know, this is a sci-fi horror game because you've, you know, there's a quite a few um, sci-fi horror movies that have that exact same premise where you're, it's a team trapped in an underground, underwater base. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, I thought we were talking about Deep Blue Sea for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that? The American classic. Sea. Oh, yeah. Where the fucking the shark eats Samuel L. Jackson. It's pretty great. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Gotta love it. <laughs> uh, that one, not so scary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess we should get to the one that we're excited the most about, I think. Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. What? What not to say about what, Resident Evil? My what, God, what, where to start? <laughs> I yeah, I that this is definitely my number one favorite franchise of all time, hands down. No, no dispute. You know, four just came out. The remake of four on the PS Five. Been playing the shit out of that. Like a year before that, of uh, the four remaster came out on the VR. Incredible. I, I you know I wish that every game could be on the vr and and be like that like just (laughs) the feel of like being able to load your guns and and like take your shotgun out from behind you and it's great if you could see me i i i um (laughs) played a little bit with you on the vr and like you know i don't play video games as much as i used to and i never was particularly good at them so not great with the controller but man like panic inducing with the vr uh, just yeah. like all the zombies you're just like fuck god yeah it's great it's awesome yeah it's incredible it's really great. <laughs> <laughs> i felt like a helpless child playing it <laughs> i mean and it, and it really needs no introduction i mean everybody knows has heard of it in some way or another whether it's through the movies that have come out the merch that you see and like fucking hot topic or, you know, <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights have had haunted houses, you know, dedicated to it. There's a themed mm-hmm. restaurant in Japan. Um, you know, it's it's credited with really just reviving, like, the zombie genre in horror, period. You know, we kind of had Resident Evil come out in 1996. And I don't know if you guys remember, it was just, like, zombie fucking crazy there up until probably around 2010, um, you know, and carried through with The Walking Dead. It's it stands the test of time. I don't think it's going anywhere, and I think they're going to keep reworking it and putting out new titles. And um, it's here to stay, man. 
and I'm I, I'm here for it. Yeah, and I like that it's more than just a zombie game. Yeah, because like zombies are a bit, you know, were a big part of it from the beginning, but you know, they really branched out into other, you know, other creatures or other, yeah. you know, it's it's not just your typical zombie like the one that first pops out at you at the in the first game. Which yeah. is like I'll always remember that <laughs> that that first like, zombie that pops out. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, fucking love that. But um, but yeah, I mean, like, what was it? Five, where it's you you blow off their heads in this like worm. That's four. Com- yeah, that's no, that, oh, that is four. Is it in five two though? Or oh yeah, yeah. Where you're in Africa, the worms uh pretty much stay after that. Oh yeah, the worm heads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, there's sci-fi elements in it too, right? It's it's bio uh technology that they're like using these viruses to mutate different creatures and make these fucking abominations. Yeah, it's like a is it it's some big like global corporation that kind of works mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Um Umbrella Umbrella. Yeah, so it's sort of like a yeah, I mean, a lot of elements in that, right? It's it's a little sci-fi, your little classic horror uh, dystopian, mm-hmm. you know, future. So the, I'm, I'm guessing, so Heather, I, I know you're like the, <clears throat> like the resident evil guru on this panel. Um, <laughs> I, I've only had surface level interactions with resident evil games. Yeah. And, uh, I watched the full movie in theater when it came out, mm-hmm. um, or the first movie in the theaters when it came out and yeah. I thought it was insane and, and fun. Yeah. Um, but, um, I, so the does the you said that the Umbrella Corporation like that's like a constant thread throughout all the games like they're yeah. they're always there mm-hmm. from beginning to end. Umbrella is involved. They develop the T virus, which is the the thing that really kicks it off and and causes mutations in the different subjects that are exposed to it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I I know that there's like the uh, Resident Evil takes place like the games take place in like very different settings. Yes. Um, and like in, in the different versions. Um, yes. What's, is there, I'm, I'm hoping I'm not misremembering. What's the one with like the hill people that like live up in the mountains or like the Ozarks or whatever? Is that four? That's seven. That's, that's, that's seven. That? Yeah. Yeah. Seven. yeah. That's okay. like the, the newest yeah. one, which is really, that one's uh, kind of cool. Actually village is after that. Oh, actually, that's right. Village. Village. Is I haven't played that one, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, <laughs> seven's kind of cool because you, yeah. and I don't know if they intentionally did this. It's, it's super creepy and great. It's dark and, and it's wonderful. Um, but it has very, um, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of mm-hmm. feels to it. Um, you know, you're like kind of sadistic family in a, in a shit house. It was designed for the VR too, which is mm-hmm. very apparent as you're playing it. And it's so scary when you're playing it, like just alone i i haven't played it on vr yet and i'm almost kind of like apprehensive to do so just because like they resident evil was really fucking going downhill like art people would argue that five is where it started to take a shit i love five a lot but yeah the quality it was it was going in a different direction and then seven is really what like saved the franchise honestly because they really took it back to the the creepy roots, the the solving of the puzzles, and just not not so much like a fucking Call of Duty situation, where you know five and six were kind of going in that direction. It's just six kills many awful. kills many fucking zombies as you can, kind of. 
Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and, and what I love about Seven, which I think is effective, and maybe they did a little in the first, but what makes it so like jarring is when, you know, it isn't just a ton of them most of the time. It's like one or two, but sometimes they'll come right at, I mean, they're going to be like right there. Um, They're on top of you and it's like, mm-hmm. it's super jarring um, when it happens to you. Um, especially because it's very dark and it's, you know, just already a creepy atmosphere, which I, Resident Evil, I mean, definitely in seven for sure. They really hit the mark on the, just the creepy, the creepy atmosphere. It's so, right. Yeah, it is. It is scary to play by yourself. And I wouldn't really say that about most games, (laughs) horror games I've played. Yeah. I mean, after playing six, I wasn't expecting much going into seven and I was absolutely delighted when when I played it, it was just, just so fucking awesome. They did a yeah. great job with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you could. I mean, I would say Resident Evil is probably the most uh, successful horror franchise of, yeah. of games. Yeah, I mean, at the very the, least in the video game space, for sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, with the films, I mean, those the they made a bunch of them. I mean, they you they know did. they didn't they weren't as popular weren't towards the end but i, was, I mean <laughs> i was gonna say how much money are those recent resident evil movies making oh really? uh, they're not making a lot but they made a few you know yeah. I mean, it was it was popular yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't think it was fun i like first that one, one was really but, good yeah. um yeah the second one i don't actually don't even remember the second one now i don't either. that's probably a good thing oh <laughs> I, I remember the second one the second one was um in the desert no, that was I think that was the third one. The second uh, one was there there's basically it's like I think they go into raccoons excuse me, into Raccoon City. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And um I think that's the one that ends with I wanna say um the Alice like she goes she drives a a motorcycle through a stained glass window in a church or something. Nice. Yes. It's yes, pretty man. It's pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, yeah. And that like the end of that movie is just, I don't know. That was, it's, it was pretty forgettable. I, it wasn't, wasn't anything special, but no, the first yeah. one was a lot of fun. And the third one, Oh God, the third one was bad. Does it feel like control <laughs> just, crows or something? Yeah. And they just get worse from there. Uh, it's, oh, yeah. the third one's like Mad Max basically. Like, yes, I, I just assumed that the whole planet was like a desert at that point because like the whole movie like takes place in the desert. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because it was yeah. cheap to film there, but I kind of remember that one. Yeah, they they really went downhill quickly. Oh, and that's the I think that's the one that also has like the scene from um, like it it imitates the scene from um, uh, Return of the Living Dead, where oh, maybe it's not the Return of the Living Dead, but basically they're they're saying like oh um oh god I'm I'm forgetting the scene now. But it's basically like there's there's a, a zombie that's behind the glass in this bunker and um, they're trying to like get it to like be human. And they're like teaching him to like use like a telephone or something. And they're like, oh, it's, right. It's on yeah. whatever on the phone. And he's like, oh, that might have been Return of <laughs> Living Dead 2 possibly or it, it was either Return of Living Dead or Return of Living Dead 2. I can't remember, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, <laughs> they like they copy that scene almost like verbatim from uh, Return of Living Dead. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like the zombies calling a pizza place. They're like, what do you want, sir? Brains. We don't serve brains on pizza, sir. Sin. Yeah. Sin. I told you that More 40 cops. times. <laughs> this fucking guy just doesn't listen. <laughs> I think he's drunk. 
Well, man, we are actually uh, quite a bit over time and we didn't even okay, get to all yeah. of these. So I guess some honorable mentions, Evil Within, which is also a very creepy game. Really yes. like that one. That was, that was good. 2014. Um, I wish we could have spent more time talking about Parasite Eve because I don't think anybody's ever heard of that game. <laughs> but this, super fun This is one. your show. You can go as long as you want, Chris. No, <laughs> no. See, people, you're, you're uh, once you get here. past an hour, people are like, yeah, no. Nah. They start to lose interest. Yeah, they do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> you listeners, you. Um, we got the numbers. If if I can throw out an honorable mention there, uh, yes. I also I want to mention um, Daisy, which is um, is a it's kind of an older game. I think it came out in like twenty. Uh, I don't remember what year it came out. Twenty twelve, twenty fourteen, something like that. But it's basically, it's like a hyper-realistic uh, zombie survival game, which is like open world. Oh. And oh. like you can, uh, you can like, um, like if you don't get warm, you can like die from like hypothermia. You have to like make sure you eat enough. You have to like get enough water. If you get a wound, you have to make sure you treat it. Otherwise it like infected and you die. <laughs> oh. That's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. It's like, like I said, it's like hyper-realistic. And then there's also uh, a mine, like a Minecraft version of the game called Unturned which is also really great <laughs> and, and it's just as realistic, but like all the graphics are like Minecraft graphics, basically. Interesting. Um, oh, it's a lot cool. of fun. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I have not heard of that one. I'll have to check that out. I haven't either. Yeah. Daisy, great. Pe people still run their own private servers and stuff. And like they, um, you know, they, they build up bases and um, you know, they, they go around and scavenge and loot and, you know, shoot each other and stuff like that. Shoot zombies. A lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Damn. Well, recommendation. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that one out. Um, well, do we have anything else we want to mention here? Oh, um, um, maybe Portal also. Oh, um, I haven't played Portal. I would consider that technically to be a horror game, but that's another one where like the physics for me kind of really get you into it. It's it's like basically like physics puzzles and things like that. But Portal. Yeah, horror oh, elements awesome. to it. Yeah, man, I have. I'm about to write these down because I have never heard of these. And Doom Eternal also. Um, Doom and Doom and Doom Eternal. Uh, Doom Eternal. The uh, soundtrack for that game is fucking incredible. Um, this is very good. Did, did <laughs> very Trent hardcore. Res, did very Trent Reznor do it? <laughs> I think Trent Reznor might have had something to do with it. Um, oh, fuck yeah. I'm not 100. I'd have to look it up, but it's That's, just fucking. It's crazy. I'll listen to anything he does. Pretty Doom Machine. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I know Mick Gordon. Mick Gordon was the composer. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that's going to be about it for us. Um, I mean, we could go on forever talking about other games. But yeah, man, it's, you know, that's the fun thing about horror. Again, it's it, it comes in so many different packages and there's so many kinds of things that you can do with it and play around with as long as you kind of hold to those themes and some of those motifs that like kind of keep you anchored in the horror realm. I mean, really it's just endless, you know, like I, like I was tickled you bringing up um, the game where you can play an alien where you're killing Marines. That's, that's yeah. super fucking fun. <laughs> it's a really fun take on it. I mean, not killing Marines. We're a pro Marine <laughs> podcast. We got to be careful here. We support. Yeah. The troops. I don't, I don't want to yeah, <laughs> support right. the troops. America. <laughs> troops Thank you for your sides. service. All the troops. Thank you. Thank you for your service. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I'm not going to do socials. I made no, a decision. Yeah, that's right. Almost 
get get sixty episodes in, you should you should know, you should know, <laughs> should know where to find us. Uh, also, one other shout out. I want to shout out as far as like socials go. Check out Nightmind on YouTube. He's really good. Um, yeah, that's a great does, channel. Does a lot of good reviews on like horror games and stuff. He's great. Yeah, really intricate breakdowns. Yeah, he's not yeah. gonna try to convince me that 3D Monster Maze is scary, is he? He might. He, he might. might. He might actually convince you. Well, I'll, all right. I'll, <laughs> That's right. I'll, I'll, I'll hear him out. I'll hear him out. <laughs> I'll be like, you see these these pixels here, and then how there's an opening for the mouth. It's. it's... I'll hear his argument. <laughs> a, he does a a lot of um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, he, yeah, he does a lot of deep dives into like dark games, and um, he's introduced me to a lot of like stuff that I, I never would have found without his YouTube channel for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I love watching his videos. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. And we will be back with another episode. Thank you, John, for joining us to talk about some horror video games. I had a lot of fun. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, no worries. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.